See, now I think I'm giving Dr. Smith a little too much credit in the looks department. Okay. He's floating somewhere between Mitt Romney and Ted Cruz. God, that's a big margin, <laughs> Kira. <laughs> Welcome back to Petty Crimes, a true crime podcast where we exclusively investigate non-crimes. Mm-hmm. I am Griff. I'm your co-host, Kira. How are you doing, Kira? I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm very amped. For today's episode and also a teeny bit nervous because at the end of the episode today, the criminal or minimal segment is exclusively featuring crimes of our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're putting ourselves on the chopping block today, which I feel is important. Yes. We, like, we're, we can't just be up on our high horses. Like, exactly. Everyone does stupid stuff except us. <laughs> so we've each prepared a criminal or minimal based on the other person. Yeah. And then the other two will each be presenting our self-reflections, basically. Basically. Don't worry about the rules too much. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to be put in the hot seat. So. Yeah. So that's how I'm feeling about yeah. that. We went on a hike this weekend, and I want you to tell the listeners what we saw on the hike. Do you remember? You probably blacked it out because it was so traumatizing. Oh, uh, the biggest rattlesnake of all time? <laughs> yeah, it was Yeah, massive. I did. I did black it out. <laughs> but uh, honestly, more traumatizing than the rattlesnake was you mm-hmm. pretending that we were being chased by it down the trail. Exactly. So we ran into maybe a six-foot rattlesnake, like the girthiest snake I've ever seen. And I've seen some girthy snakes, by the way. And we eventually get past it. And I like to scare people. Mm-hmm. And so I look over Kira's shoulder. I was in front of her and I just scream, oh my God. And she thought it was chasing us. And so she screamed. I've got a pretty girlish scream. Yeah, it was, it was nice. It was a very like movie-esque scream. We'll have to <laughs> Cinematic. record that for a sound bit. But cool. uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a big snake. But I loved the hike we took. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we'll go hiking together again <laughs> just because um, I hold grudges. But um, yeah, it was it was a fun experience uh, that won't be repeated. Never again. Um, all right. I think you are presenting our first case. I am. I am. The petty crime that we are considering today is submitted by a listener Ooh. who is also a friend. Okay. Someone I know from my hometown who has also been diligently listening to every episode. Oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you fun? to them. Yeah. Um, and I am I think this is a good one. I can promise bodily functions are not part of this case. Oh, thank God. We need a break from that, right? Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is a crime of the heart. Okay. <laughs> and it hails from northern New York. It does. It. This is from upstate New York. Okay. I'll just get right into it. And cool. feel free to ask questions along the way. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> Give it to me. So my friend, we'll call him... Keith okay. went back home to upstate New York for his brother's wedding. Cool. Keith is a gay guy <gasps> and his brother, straight wedding. Okay. Oh, this fun. is like spring of 2021, kind of around that time where we were all for the very first time going like, the pandemic is over. <laughs> exactly. Like, woohoo. Like, Corona hell. Like, um, yeah. Only to learn, like, oh, wait, that's kind of just not how this is going to work epidemiologically. Yeah, we're going to have four different versions mm-hmm. starting now. Yeah, but yeah. remember that precious time when we were like, hot girl summer. Yeah. That's when the wedding And interesting was. that the wedding was in this kind of sweet spot of that emotional kind of roller coaster. Exactly. I'm sure it was a fun wedding. and Yes. Yeah. You got it. You've contextualized it. <laughs> so, Keith is... Back in upstate New York from the wedding. He lives in LA. He's back there, hometown vibes, seeing everybody. His dad is like a big part of the community, Keith's dad. And Keith's dad has a friend, a colleague. Oh. They're both, Keith's dad is a dentist. His friend 
is a chiropractor. Okay, so both doctors of sorts. Both doctors of sorts, small town, they know each other. It's kind of like one of those towns where like, there's a dentist. Yeah. There's a chiropractor. Yes. I mean, I grew up in a town like this. So, exactly. Yeah. Or, I mean, your town's so small, it's probably like the same person. Yeah. Or like, like, I'm the dentist and I'm a chiropractor <laughs> and I run the grocery store. And I teach eighth grade biology. Right. Yeah, yeah. And all these people are your mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, this chiropractor family friend Keith has known this guy for years, like grew up around him. Like, oh, everybody knows. Yeah. You know, Dr. Smith. Yeah. Like, everybody knows Dr. Smith. Yep. Small town, one doctor. Dr. Smith in the last year has sort of come into his own. Oh my God. <laughs> Dr. Smith has divorced his wife and has come out. Of Do- the closet. Of the closet. Okay. Dr. Smith is, I, I'm I'm out, I'm a, I'm a chiropractor, I'm gay. Wow. And Dr. Smith is uh, like early 50s? Late 50s. Late 50s, Late okay. 50s, maybe we'll clock him around 60. Okay. Even. Okay. And oh, this, interesting. Yeah. He's got two adult daughters. Okay. <laughs> which, yeah. Oh my God, where is this going? Okay, yes. So Keith's in town for his brother's wedding. Everyone's having a great time. Da-da-da. They are cleaning up the venue afterward, like putting the chairs away. Everyone's drunk, like cleaning up a little bit. They head back to the family house Mm -hmm. for an after party. Dr. Smith comes. He's part of it. You know, family, friends, long time. So good to see everybody. Dr. Smith says, hey, Keith, why don't you um, walk me out through the garage? What? Keith's like, all right. (laughs) I don't know. I can't begin to guess what this is going to be. And... Basically, they get into the garage. Dr. Smith leans against the wall and goes, Keith, if you ever want to get naked sometime. Oh, my God. I'm your guy. And Keith goes, what? Or like, <laughs> yeah. basically says something like, that's crazy or whatever. <laughs> and Keith is like offended. Like, yeah. can't believe, like, I've known you my entire life, Dr. Smith. Like, you've cracked my back. You've cracked my <laughs> siblings' backs. You're 60. I'm 28. Yeah. I don't know you in this capacity. Oh my gosh. Is is Dr. Smith saying, Keith, if you ever want to get naked sometime, is that a petty crime? Wow. All right. <laughs> Dr. Smith. Dr. Do we have his number? <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. Uh, and a few things jump out at me. Okay. And we'll we'll tick through them. But being a, a queer person at a straight wedding mm-hmm. is worth discussing, which we will. Okay. And then also just being Dr. Smith's age and, you know, stepping into your true identity. Um, in a small town, no less. A, yeah, the small town's rough. And let's talk about that first. Like, when I go out in West Hollywood, obviously there's people my age, there's younger people. And then there's, like, people that are of Dr. Smith's age. You wonder, like, and you probably assume, you came out a little later in life, right? You, When you were my age, the world was different. Oh, interesting. Um, and you're thinking that's why they're out and about now because it's not like they've been doing this for 30 years. For sure. And I, like, exactly. And when those types of gentlemen come up to you and, you know, it's not like let's go into the garage and get naked by any means, but it's like offering a drink to me or, you know, just, you know, normal flirting. Because mm-hmm. um, you've said before that actually, like, older guys do hit on you pretty regularly. Yeah. And... You know, I kind of, I have hooked up with older guys before too. I like that they know what they want. I like that they've got experience. Um, It's a different scenario when this person is, you know, freshly out of the closet at 60 years old because that journey is just unfolding for them in a very true way. And I started that journey a while ago. 
I'm very privileged in that regard in certain ways, but you always kind of wonder. It's like the, you look at them dancing around these 20-year-olds and they seem to just be like reclaiming their youth a little bit. Mm. So part of you is like, <laughs> yeah, right, dude. And the other part of you is like, dang, I feel for you. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because if Dr. Smith is sort of brand new mm-hmm. to this world, does it make sense in a way that he's interested in younger people? Yeah. And I guess like, yeah. And I wonder too, like if Dr. Smith is just focusing on what he wants and he's not, you know, when you're like flirting with someone or like propositioning them or trying to get to know them, you have to really think about what each person wants, right? It's like yeah. a very healthy way to uh, just to approach any kind of social situation. But I think when you're so out of the gate, oh, gate yeah. yeah, sometimes you just forget how that could feel for the other person. Um, the age difference, but also like you've known this The family man. ties. Exactly. You've known me since I was a kid. Yeah. I, I'm I'm newly not a kid. I mean, 28's not a baby, but like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like you still see Dr. Smith as like your uncle. Yes, um, exactly. I, yeah. That's a perfect way to put it. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, I grew up in a small town. Coincidentally, my dad's best friend is the local dentist. <laughs> he's not come out and he's not propositioned me, but I, I imagine- say, do we have a love match on her? <laughs> I actually wrote this story in myself. <laughs> but no, it'd be like the equivalent of that. If my dad's best friend were to proposition me just out of the blue. Yeah. Actually, first question, did Keith know that Dr. Smith had come out? Did he know that the divorce was ongoing? And He did. It's pretty fresh. Like it's okay. all been within a year. But yeah, he, he did know. Okay. So when Dr. Smith pulled him into the garage- Keith already knew that he had come out and yes. Oh my God, could you imagine? Yeah, that, like, talk to Smith, your wife. Yeah, exactly. That would be that would be pretty intense. Yeah. And then to being a straight person, or sorry, a queer person at a straight wedding, weddings are interesting social kind of gatherings in general. They're nuts. Yeah, and so to be, I think a queer person kind of observing that, it's just interesting. Like you're watching something very traditional unfold mm-hmm. and you're kind of sitting there, you know, still loving the people and yeah. uh, loving the ceremony, but also being like, this is very different than who I am. So all these like emotions and thoughts are going through you. And then is there also maybe like, regardless of sexuality, isn't everybody at a wedding like a little bit horny? <laughs> yes. Everybody's looking good. Everybody's feeling good. Yeah. Everybody's thinking like at the end of the night, I'm going to I'm going to get hitched, right? And um, I mean, I assume you've been to a handful of weddings as a young adult, right? Yes, yes. Um, Love them. I went to my first two as an adult last year. Oh, wow. And to that question of everyone's horny, yeah, or kind of like mischievous, you know, horny slash mischievous. They're like obviously drinking, they're celebrating love. So the baseline of the event is like love Mm -hmm. and like romance, right? Yeah, yeah. And I encountered some really interesting behavior at both weddings. Can you just share one little snippet of something you saw? <laughs> it's 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 similar to like, so I'm a queer person. I'm proudly queer. And, you know, I think it's not obvious, but like I, I wear it very much on my sleeve when I go places. And these weddings are no not dissimilar to that. And so I think when someone sees a queer person very proud in themselves mm-hmm. and, you know, Along the journey, or further along the journey than you are of, of self acceptance, Exa- exactly. So, self acceptance, just like understanding who you are. And trust me, that doesn't ever end. But I think people that are still questioning that or like going through oh. that journey, they sense your energy or that, like, I don't know, fucking wisdom, yeah. maybe. And they find that very interesting. You're also very hot. <laughs> I'm a hot piece of ass. <laughs> well, it's not like you're so what, like, you're also a model. <laughs> 
so, and that kind of plays into it. Like at these, on the East Coast, people will ask me like what I do. And I'm like, oh, I'm an actor, I model. And yeah. so that's very interesting to them. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that here in LA, it's like, yeah, everyone and their mom is an actor and model. But back here. over, yeah. Exactly. In different, in different situations, it's, it reads a little more intriguing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to give any specifics about the guy Fair. at this particular wedding that seemed to have interest in me. But I think if you are But here, you've been to a wedding and you've piqued somebody's interest. Yes. Okay. Um, and I think to your point, when you're when the drinks are flowing, when you're celebrating romance, mm-hmm. but especially when the drinks are flowing, it's not dissimilar to college when you get drunk and like, I don't know, people that you know start to feel a little more curious. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting when you're an adult and the, you know, in Keith's case. Yeah. Your uncles kind of, or you're like kind of uncles like hitting on you. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. So Keith knew that Dr. Smith had come out. Mm-hmm. The divorce is ongoing. Was it finalized, finalized. at the time? Finalized. Dr. Smith's got a new house, a nice house. Oh, of course. Yeah. Chiropractor. Yeah. It's a good business to be in. Absolute. Um, part of me is like, Ooh. I mean, it's quack medicine. But no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're not denouncing chiropractors. <laughs> my, my friend uh, Luca is a, uh, He's a PA or uh, physician he's get, assistant. He's yeah. getting his doctor doctorate in physical therapy, I think. Oh, cool! Um, oh, so a PT. PT, yes. And Luca, sorry if I got that completely wrong, but he has some pretty choice words about chiropractors. But oh. we shouldn't. Maybe we would. We'll no time. Yeah, Not no relevant. Time. Moving on. Um, part of me is like, dang, Doctor Smith is really good with a body. If he's a chiropractor. Wow. That's intriguing to me. I am making a note to <laughs> point that out to Keith. Because we were doing like a pros cons discussion. Oh, yeah. And that hadn't come up. Yeah. Fantastic I mean, point. he won't know much about like anal sex, but he'll be great about relaxing you and massaging you. And honestly, sometimes I'd take that over. I, I'm losing other. my mind. I'm blushing. <laughs> Hey, this is stuff Dr. Smith's gonna have to, fi- gonna have to figure out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And trust me, it's a crazy journey. Okay, interesting. Any other like additional context or why was Keith so offended right off the bat? Is it just because he was shocked? Good question. I think that the phrase, I think that the casually leaning against the wall of the garage and saying, hey, if you ever wanna get naked sometime, let me oh. know. I think that specifically rubbed him the wrong way because. He felt like if you're going to put this out there, which you should already kind of assume to be a lot, considering the context with which we've known each other for such a long time. Correct. But if you're possibly going to put it out there in any kind of way and offer for us to hook up, your words could have been a little more delicate. Yeah. I think that's what rubbed him the wrong way. Do you feel like the words that Dr. Smith used, if you ever want to get naked sometime, it seems a little like juvenile. And to my point about it like- It does, doesn't it? He's so freshly on this journey. Mm. I just remember when I was like like a kid learning about like sex and kind of like romance, my verbiage behind it didn't make sense, right? Because I was still learning it. Oh, he just doesn't have game. Exactly. Or he maybe he did with women. Wow. I mean, he has a wife and two incredible daughters. Like, Well, we don't know how incredible they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could be very mediocre. Uh, they could be shitty daughters. No. Uh, yeah. Well, we assume they're great. Actually, no. We know for a fact that they are. Okay. Cool. The great daughters. But do you hear what I mean? Like, I do. If you want to get naked sometime, that that's ah. just like that's it's awkward, right? It's already it's like awkward. adding more awkwardness to a very awkward mm-hmm. proposition and situation mm-hmm. because it's like, who says that? You yeah. Who get naked says sometime? that? Right. 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 It, what What do you think is something, Doctor Smith? Could have said. Oh my God. He has the same want. He wants to convey it. He's leaning against the garage. What's something he could have said instead? 
That's a great question. I have to, I'll have to noodle on that. But I mean, this whole scenario in general, it didn't play out well, but I'd be lying. And I'm sure a lot of people who would hear this story that are maybe queer men would be lying if they said they didn't think this was some kind of like fantasy of some sort, right? Mm. Like your, your dad's hot best friend. Wait, is Dr. Smith hot? I have looked at his professional <laughs> Instagram. Okay. See a Dilf? I said that I thought he was a good-looking guy. Okay, cool. For his age, I thought he was. I thought he was, you know, like he's like a Mitt Romney. Oh, is that helpful? Mitt Romney's handsome. I think yeah. so. I wouldn't get in bed with his political beliefs, but I'd get in bed with his physicality. I mean, we <laughs> don't get political on this. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Mostly because I see our DMs and they scare the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so Doctor Smith is. A, a handsome man. We'll call it that, right? Yes, I think like I a, think he's a decently handsome guy. Okay, yeah. Um. So yeah, there's like a there's death. I mean, there's a whole porn category of this of like your dad's best friend propositioning you. Oh wow! It's just like in porn that the scripts, as awful as they are, are written out to be sexy. They're uh-huh. not like, hey, you want to like get naked and touch elbows sometime? Right. It's like it's sexy writing. Love um, the accent. So. Oh, what could he have said to make it? What could he have said? Well, I guess it just goes back to your point. Like if it was a little more like gamier, right? If he had like yeah. some smooth kind of. Yeah. Oh, oh I, Keith, you're like, looking pretty good these yeah, days, huh? Exactly. I think I like, I think you are so good looking. Yeah. And then what comes back? Or like even like, are you single? He could have asked Keith if he was single, right? Absolutely. What if Keith had a boyfriend? You know, Dr. Smith is like, you want to get naked? And Keith's like, actually, I have a boyfriend. Right. Um, did Keith have a boyfriend? Mm-mm. Okay. Dang, Keith. See, mm. you're like mad Keith missed out on this opportunity. No. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, so Dr. Smith's an attractive man, doesn't have the correct verbiage behind his his mm-hmm. advances. Yeah. Which everybody's uh, single though. Yeah. Wait, does Keith's dad know that this happened? This is maybe jumping a little too far ahead, no. but Keith's dad doesn't know his brother whose wedding it was and his wife, they know. Okay. Oh. And they said, they both said, come on, no big deal. Oh, interesting. Dr. Smith's great. Interesting. That was their take. So people are kind of, they weren't like, oh, that was so rude. I'm so sorry that ha-. they were like, come on. Yeah. So I mean, people have got different opinions on totally. this one. And Keith's in his 20s. It's mm-hmm. not like he's young, young, right? Like that's obviously inappropriate, but he's an adult. Um, yeah. Oh my God. How interesting. Any other questions or are you ready to deliver? Is there anything I'm missing no, I think you've got the full picture. Interesting. Before before I deliberate, though, mm-hmm. I will say that at work, do you watch Euphoria? A little bit, but it makes me cry. <laughs> I yeah. really, those teens are so troubled. <laughs> They're troubled. Do you know that, like, Nate, the, like, tall character's dad oh, is, like, hot? Yeah. Okay. He came into work the other day. The actor? Yeah, the actor. And He's so in character. This whole story reminds me of his storyline on, on Euphoria because mm. he is a closeted He's very hot. He's a closeted, very hot man just trying to figure it out. And so back to my like fantasy kind of yeah. comment. See, now I think I'm giving Dr. Smith a little too much credit in the looks department. Okay. He's floating somewhere between Mitt Romney and Ted Cruz. God, that's a big margin, <laughs> Kira. No, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you that he okay. looks like. Well, when we wrap, maybe you can show me a picture and sounds next good. episode we can circle back. Cool. Yeah, wait, so anything that worth considering before we make a deliberation no. with Keith, with Dr. Smith, with the family? You've got the facts, and I want to know, is Dr. Smith guilty of a petty crime? 
Okay, I'm ready to deliberate. In the case of Keith versus Dr. Smith, mm-hmm. I find Dr. Smith not guilty. Mm-hmm. And here's why. And I think we've talked kind of at length about it. Dr. Smith is new, new. He's like a new gay. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was. So we've got plant gays, gamers, <laughs> and now we've got a new category. New, new gays gay. at 60 years old. So I think if Dr. Smith was like abrasive, like more abrasive, if he had like, I don't know, like done something physical without oh, like okay. leading up to it or, you know, and as awkward as if you ever want to get naked sometime, as awkward as that is, it's not like abrasive and gross, right? It's like just a little awkward. Yeah. And juvenile, like I said. He's coming from a wedding, so all of these emotions are charged. He's witnessed the the bonding of, it was a man and a woman, right? It was a straight wedding. Mm -hmm. He's witnessed this. It's reminding him of what he's leaving behind. Now he's divorced his mom, or his Uh, mom. He's divorced his wife. uh, The mother Um, of his two beautiful daughters. Yeah, I think he was just very, like, emotionally charged, both with what he just came from with the event and then also with what he's going through personally. And in a small town, I know that there's not that many queer people or out queer queer people. There are not um, in this town. And so Dr. Smith lives there. So And Keith is visiting from Los Angeles. When's the next time Dr. Smith's going to be in the immediate vicinity of someone else who's queer? And is Keith, is Keith a cutie? Keith's a cutie. Okay, so yeah. He shot his shot. He shot his shot. And honestly, like, he's spent 60 years not shooting his shot. Um, although he just does have two, two girls. So he shot two shots at least. (laughs) Do you get that? No. So he like, he capitalized on the moment, right? He, I think in his mind, he was doing something like romantic or he's doing the right thing in terms of trying to, trying to bag Keith, but it just wasn't Wasn't, what Keith needed. Well, and just to close this one out, we're saying Dr. Smith's not guilty. And also we're saying Keith's not guilty. Yeah, I I would agree. Keith's not guilty. Not into it. Move along, Dr. Smith, like you coached my soccer team. Exactly. I'm all um, good. Yeah, Keith had, I mean, that's an awkward situation to respond to, and he's entitled to feel about it as well. So. Absolute. Do you agree? I do. I, I actually didn't, and you changed my mind. Okay. Well, yeah, it's like- I came into this, and I was like, guilty, how <laughs> rude. But yeah, no, you've you've changed my mind. It's kind of this, and like I said, it's the mentality of when someone at like the Abbey comes up to you who is way older than you. And the Abbey is like an amazing yeah, gay bar the, in West Hollywood. Exactly, the biggest gay bar in the world. And when they say awkward things like that to you, one reaction could be like, get the fuck away from me, this is weird. I think the better reaction is like trying to understand where they are in their life. If they're 60 years old dancing with a lot of 20-year-olds, you have to assume that maybe their 20s weren't the same as mine. So you don't need to, like, get naked with them, but I don't think you need to be rude and dismissive of it. You can decline compassionately. Yeah, because I'm out there, you know, figuring it out, and now they are, so props on them. Oh, Griff, so wise. Am I nice? Those people at weddings are right. You are wise. (laughs) (laughs) That's really interesting, though. Uh, Has Keith, like, come around to it at all? No. Okay. I was just curious about that. Nope, not at all. What town is this? I just want to... Take a little vacation. Rochester. Okay, perfect. Okay, ready for the next segment? <laughs> yes. Cool. Uh, it's time for a criminal or minimal, where we basically take teeny tiny itty bitty petty crimes and rapid fire deliberate on them. I also love that we always introduce this 
segment as if it's brand new. Yeah. Everyone's like, we get the shit already. Like we They know. get it. But okay. this this segment will be a little different because we're now holding each other accountable yes. with these criminals or minimals. So yeah. we'll start by each giving a kind of a read about the other person for them to deliberate on, right? And then the... the that sounds good. We'll yeah. get that one out of the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to go first with mine or should I go first with yours? Take it away. All right, Kira. Criminal or minimal? Mm-hmm. Riding in your friend's car, picking off stray hairs on your clothes, and then <gasps> discarding them in your friend's car. Criminal or minimal? I am shook. I'm sorry that I shed. I'm a golden retriever of a woman. Yeah, I wasn't aware that I did that necessarily exactly now. I can picture it. Wow, that's tough. Also, I got my hair balayage yesterday, so it's shedding season. Um, that is criminal. And I apologize. I agree. Maybe in two, like this happened a few weeks ago. It wasn't even after balayage, but just, you know, roll down the window and toss the hairs out. Oh, out the window? Out the window's fine. You- out the window? Nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But that's not what you were doing. I was dropping them in the car. You were dropping them by your feet. Yeah. Wow, that's tough. Yeah. Okay. Um, Moving on. Um, <laughs> criminal or minimal? Talking about the benefits of edging on your Instagram (laughs) stories when you're building out a professional career as an actor and model. (laughs) Oof, I'm sweating. (sighs) You know what? I'll say criminal. (laughs) I'll say criminal. Yes. I think I eventually do need to be more cognizant of what I put to my stories. Mm -hmm. And even now I have some friends' mothers who follow me and when I... I don't have like a, uh, what's the thing you can do on Instagram where it's close friends? Yeah. I don't have that. I, I just post for everyone. So yeah, that's criminal. That's, that's criminal. a little too much, but. Wow. Yeah. Edging does have a lot of benefits. And I will say that. Hey, and you know what? Save it for the podcast, baby. <laughs> you can talk about edging all day here, but keep it off of your Instagram stories. Okay. You're out enough. of control. <laughs> criminal. Criminal. Don't, don't knock until you try it. <laughs> Okay, and now some criminal or minimals about ourselves. Correct. And I'll go next. Criminal or minimal. Stealing little bits of your roommate's cereal when you're high on an edible because he buys yummier cereal and your munchies are demanding it. Minimal. Why? Cereal's a, it's 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 nothing. It's not serious. It's cereal's not serious. It's it like it's not like a finite portion thing where it's like you took my Annie's mac and cheese box and you know what I mean like Fair a enough. handful here and there. It'll my I, in the words of my grandmother, it'll never show on a trotting horse. <laughs> what? Which basically means like if you keep it moving, it's no big deal. Okay, got it. Okay. Like a little bit of cereal, it'll never show on a trotting horse. Okay. Yeah, I, that makes me feel very good about. That's myself. actually something my grandmother specifically said in regards to buying used prom dresses with stains on them. Like, if you just keep dancing, no one will see. <laughs> just like blur yourself across the dance floor. No one's gonna see the exactly the wine stain. And I now say that phrase all the time. Love you, Grammy. <sighs> Love you, Grammy. Okay, cool. Then I will continue to steal little bits of my roommate cereal. Cool. Talking about getting married upwards of once a week when you are not even engaged yet. Minimal. Minimal? Minimal, I think. You said you were saying this in the car right over it, too. It's like, you can be excited about the prospect of getting married. Cool. It's endearing. It's not despy. No, not at all. And Alex, if you're listening. (laughs) 
It'll never show on a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bend the knee, Alex. Um, no, I think I think minimal. I think it's a you can be excited about that next step and yeah. your relationship. Y'all have been together for so long. I mean, if you're not excited, then what's it for? Correct. If you're not excited, then yeah, reevaluate. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. Yeah, minimal. All right. Two more? Two more. Okay. Criminal or minimal? <laughs> you're a server at a restaurant. <laughs> you clear someone's nearly untouched plate from their table. And you eat some of that untouched food back by the dish pit in the kitchen. Criminal or minimal? Untouched? Yeah. Like if they were like, they ordered three tacos and they ate two and there's one untouched left on the plate. Eat that taco, baby. Minimal. Yeah. yeah. You're a growing boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Minimal. I, I hate food waste. I also hate food waste. And I since working in the restaurant industry, I've seen so much food waste. Mm. Institutionally, but also like with people just ordering way too much for, for what they can handle. Tough. And then, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, cool. Reposting a video on your socials without acknowledging that it's a repost. Oh. Criminal or minimal? Does this happen on TikTok a lot? I'm guilty of it on both platforms. Okay. TikTok and Instagram. I'm going to say minimal. And I am not on TikTok. I don't. I'm not like f- like f- fluent in that kind of language. Good. But a lot of, it feels like a lot of TikTok is like reproduction, right? It's like seeing something and then making it your own or like mm. adding on to it. And so, I don't know. I feel like it's coaching especially spe- uh, specifically younger kids to like not have an original thought, just to like replicate something that's already been done. Mm-hmm. And so if that's like the core of kind of the social platform, then I can't find it criminal that someone's reposting something and not acknowledging the like origins of it. See, I'm re- I'm talking about myself when I repost my own video. Oh. Because I don't feel like posting a new video. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. Oh, I see. Um, and I don't say that it's a repost. And people go, this looks familiar. Oh, and they, they notice it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Minimal? Yeah. yeah. That one's maybe not that exciting. Oh, wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one more for okay. you. Eating your roommate's tiny bananas. Criminal or minimal? <laughs> <laughs> Was this back in Boston? Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember this. Yeah. Um, you have tiny bananas. They have tiny bananas. You ate their tiny bananas. Instead of yours? Instead of instead of your own. Because theirs were going brown faster, so you thought, eat those tiny bananas. But you didn't know they were waiting to save those tiny bananas for uh, banana, banana bread. bread. Oh, got it. And would they be allowed to eat your tiny bananas? They could, yeah. They could? Oh, but they were making... Banana bread. Yeah. And you ate the browned bananas. Criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Because now they can't make banana bread. Yeah, I fucked up. Kate, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was really fun. Well, the hot seat was hot, right? Let's do it again sometime. Yeah, we should. Cool. Let episodes, us know, well. listeners, what you think. Yeah, because we, we pass a lot of judgment on others. We've got to be able to take it. And let's well. not act like for a minute, like we're not all guilty of some petty crimes. Yeah, although I am an angel. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.